Golden Boy, Jordan, Andre, they're going all the way. They could save thousands of people. I was coming up with your superhero name on here. Bloody Marie. Congratulations, and welcome to Godolkin University. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name is David Petrangelo, and this week, the not-so-stereotypical millennials are staying in the now. We're actually going to be talking about stuff from the last year. Weird, right? We do that sometimes. Uh, We're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows of 2023. We're going to be ranking one to five or five to one. And this week, I am lucky enough to be joined by Michael R. Power. Walter. And Mina Power. Alrighty, everybody. Um, I think essentially what this comes down to is everything that we've watched and then we rank it because there's no way that we've watched everything. And that's going to be the case for our movie episode as well, which will be following this one. Um, we're going to run down uh, our, our top five, our top personal five uh, favorites of 2023. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but pretty much as long as the show or the season of the show began in 2023 and had pretty much half of the series, you know, essentially, Mm -hmm. or most of it within the year. If it hasn't wrapped yet and there's like an episode or two left, that's okay. Um, But that's basically the only rule. Other than that, it's pretty much open season. Or finished in 2024. Or or finished, yeah. Or finished like the last couple episodes or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Because I think it was uh, Station Eleven from a couple years ago. Started in like mid-December and ended in like January and for me personally, no matter what year I wanted to put that in, that would have been in my top five because that show for me is incredible. But uh, that's just a, an example of that is that it sort of starts and ends at an awkward time. So um, other than that, uh, as long as it was released anytime or had episodes anytime during the year, we're good to go. We're going to do our top five. So um, yeah. I don't know. Always my favorite show. Like <laughs> A lot of times this is my my favorite show of the year. I love doing lists as mm-hmm. you guys know, and um, recaps and hearing everyone's everyone's list. So yeah, I can start us off if you want, David. Yeah, let's five. do it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how much overlap there's going to be in all of our lists. I feel like this is one that only I'm going to have on my list, but I had to shut it out because I really want, especially Dave to watch it. And that is an animated show, animated DC show called my oh. adventures with Superman. Don't Top did anyone else five. number five. Did oh, anyone else watch wow. this? God damn. Not yet, man. Nope. All right. No. Well, you gotta check it out. It's like uh it's like Superman done in the form of like North American anime. Kind of like Avatar the Last Airbender right. style. Or you know, inspired by Japanese anime, almost like Sailor Moon style, but it's made in North America. And it's just really, really good. Um awesome. You know, it's a kid's show. But obviously, I'm a fan of Superman, fan of comic books. I tried to watch as many of the comic book-related TV shows as I could. And this one I saw was getting a lot of buzz online, on Twitter and stuff like that. So I had to check it out. And I just fell in love. I love Avatar. So it fills that hole of, like, I've been longing for a show like Avatar ever since that left so many years ago. And this totally came in and it filled that void. Um, It takes really bold swings and bold chances in all of the characters. All the characters you know and recognize are there, like Lois Lane and Clark Kent, Superman, Lex Luthor, but it takes like 
because it's done in this anime style, it gets to take liberties with with all the characters and you know mm. change them around and take big swings. And Jimmy Olsen and Lois are just not like any Jimmy Olsen or Lois Lane that you've ever seen before. And it's Superman, but from there, it, it gets to differentiate and write its own story. And I think it's going in... It's like the most interesting Superman story that's been told on any screen in like a long time since like and, and it's original or is it Superman. based off of like a previous comic story? As far as I know, it's original. Okay, yeah, sweet. I like that's great. That's cool. So, yeah, nice. check it out. It's it's awesome. And that is sorry. What was the full title again? My Adventures with Superman. My Adventures with Superman. Well, okay. DC Super Pets. Yeah. <laughs> my adventures with the DC super pets. <laughs> um, let's go. Uh, let's go to the other uh, part of your household now uh, with, uh, with the other power on the podcast. Um, what's uh, what starts your, uh, your number five here. So my number five, I'm going to give it to the final season of Ted Lasso. Now, what the heck are you doing here? I just, Post ticket to get through security so I could come and say a proper goodbye. Ah, classic rom com leave cute tactic. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, hold on. You bought yourself a first class ticket for a flight you ain't ever gonna take? Right, yes. That was just force of habit. Okay, sure. Hey, I see you're sticking around though, huh? Well, Ted, you're going home to your family, and I actually want to stay with mine. Um, this has been one of my favorite comedies um, of late, and I just, I just thought that the last season was just awesome, and um, there were so many pulls from previous seasons and things that had happened. I just thought it was very smart. It was really well done. Um, I've got such love for the characters now, so it's just, it was a nice swan song of for the show and it still had that hurt like i just find the show hilarious in general so some good laughs some heartwarming tv to watch just kind of hits the spot lately I expected so this to be higher on your list I mean, oh my list is just wild this year <laughs> okay i would have um, like almost guessed that would be your number one so i'm sorry oh wow that. okay i yeah. i think the uh the season the did some show. Yeah, the lot. I mean, especially the the season previous. That I guess that this was the third season, right, or fourth? Yeah, third, this right? was the third. third, third and final, as far as we know, final. Um, it's uh, it had some episodes that you kind of don't expect for a final season, like especially surrounding. Um, oh my god, why is her name escaping me when she's on the boat with the other guy? It's like that. Oh, I love oh, that one, yeah. the Amsterdam episode. Amsterdam, so, like all that doesn't feel like a series or a show or a season that's wrapping up, you know, and like it really still found time to take its time, which is interesting. And, and I, I appreciated that approach. So here's my, as my hot take, this is my prediction. I think Ted Lasso is finished, mm -hmm. but I think the characters will live on. And my theory is that Keely and Rebecca will take on a female soccer team and we will we will see the characters again it won't be Ted Lasso as the coach he's made his impact on um, this town this football club and all of us and the story will continue 
it just it's like how the book was it's like it was never about at the very very end he's like it's never about me it's like the the characters will live on it just won't be Ted Lasso just won't be the the main overarching story like maybe I, I like that idea I think that is definitely like, yeah, that's cool that's great the show becomes like the name of the football club or something like right, AFC right. Richmond or I don't know like we'll see what off. happens yeah. yeah but I would I would really like to see um the characters continue um, so if they're really trying to capture the flavor of a British series, then it wouldn't go beyond so like two or three. Right. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah, they're lucky they got to a third. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good pick. Um, and Ted Lasso didn't make my list. I think it was stronger in the first season, and then I didn't. Uh, you know, it's funny. I think you, Mina, brought it up in another one of these shows where you said like, "Oh, you were so pissed at what happens." You know, sort of end of second season. And I never recovered from that. Like, I never, mm. you know, there's a character in the show, makes a turn, and then, like, I just hated that guy. I didn't care for the redemption. <laughs> or I didn't care for anything. So it was just, uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't hit me, I guess, the same <laughs> as maybe the first season did. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ted Lasso, not for me. I'm going to go with The Bear. Oh, uh, that's your number five. Bear season two, yeah, for my number five. So okay. uh, I don't know if any of you caught the show. It's available on Disney yep. Plus. Um, it's just wild. Like, you know, you, you you hear stories. If you know anybody working in food industry, you hear stories and you hear you know, how, how much of a nightmare it can be. And, you know, what does it take to be a successful chef and all this stuff? But when you see it in this perspective and the way they've crafted this show, it's just pretty crazy like especially if you have like some of these chefs want to be like perfect and you can understand why um it's kind of like part of the industry is you know coming up with the perfect dish and delivering it to the customer perfectly i mean that's kind of the nature of the beast the bear gets down you know tries to scrub the floors to no avail like just gets into the nitty-gritty um, and just, uh, I don't know, it blew me away. The, both seasons of the show so far have been pretty incredible. Yeah, I, I, I just, we, we watched this in our house uh, in, in its entirety over the course of like three weeks, I would say, both seasons. I was mm-hmm. like, we, we got to try this. I think a lot of it on, on your guys' recommendation, honestly, is and you guys push and say like, oh, this is great. The second season's yeah. really good. I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to. I just haven't gotten. Anyways, we watched the whole thing too. It's fantastic. This show's great. It, yeah. Like literally, so literally. Good just missed my top five literally uh, yeah. it's, the golden it's, globes agree with you yeah 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 the golden globes a thing i don't know are they a thing uh, did they happen i have no idea like a Richard lot of Grace these didn't host it so it didn't happen like a lot of these really good dramas that we get nowadays in the modern age of television like it's not it starts out you think it's just a show you think it's pretty straightforward a show about a chef trying to cook right. and launch a restaurant you know be successful chef but it's just so nuanced and there's there's twists and turns and episodes that feel like they have nothing to do with food but there's all like central themes the the christmas thing the christmas episode Uh, it's unreal unreal that that show that episode is shot and and edited to like perfect it's it's so much chaos but that's exactly what what it can be when you have a family and, and individuals like that. So that, that to me was like, was amazing. You know, that, that episode alone was, was worth the second season. So, um, and of course, yeah. uh, the, 
the cast is all pretty solid all around oh, but like great. jeremy allen white plays carm like the main character and you know he's been in other things you recognize him but this is kind of like a breakout role for him i'd say and then mm -hmm. the the real standout of the show for a lot of people myself included is um his name is escaping me now evan moss backrack he was also right. in andor hmm. he played uh skeen in andor i think his mm -hmm. name was mm -hmm. um and yeah his character richie is just another level i think yeah uh, he's, he's also rumored to be playing uh the thing yeah i think it's like <laughs> almost confirmed it's like, oh nice that could, a great choice for yeah. nice that's yeah, cool so, i like that awesome yeah, ben grimm yeah that'd be cool anyways the bear my my number five is another uh final season it is the final season of succession um i think this is the perfect example of a tv show that has balls and does whatever the hell it wants and does something with it um you know if you're gonna make a final season on a show that is so goddamn good in the first place the negative case would go, you're a clumsy interloper and no one trusts you. The only guy pulling for you is dead. You're just married to the ex-boss's daughter and she doesn't even like you. Jesus, Carl. That's how the naysayers might frame it. Those darn naysayers. You are not good at your job. We are over. We have to guide this company. If it feels scary, it's because the potential is scary. Let the games begin. You can't just do the same thing over and over again. And every season, has some some similarities but this one i feel like is an outlier out of the entire series and i don't know that i loved what they did with every single character um but i loved the stories that they told regardless and i think this show ends like this is one of the best final seasons of any show in the last decade it's so freaking good it's so intense it's so dark but it's always funny too. Like it's, it's hard not to laugh at these assholes. And um, there's some episodes that do something a lot, a lot different than what they, what you might've expected. I, I think the show's great. Every single season is great. Um, and this is probably one of the best seasons that they've done, if not the best in my opinion. So yeah, succession is, is my number five. It was always going to be in my top five. I just didn't know where. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see where, what, well, we'll see what bumped it down as the year went on. So. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. Good choice. Wow. Some good, good shows already mentioned. All right. Yep. All right. So we have some overlap already because my number four has been mentioned uh, by Mina, and that is Ted Lasso. Season no way. Three. Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, with a hot take and say this is the best season of Ted Lasso, which no one else agrees that the internet is like Ian and thinks that this season was bad, and I just don't get it. Listen, um, I I don't think it was bad. I enjoyed the show. It just didn't make my my list. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm more, and more so that one storyline than it was like the entire show. Yeah. It, but the, the well, internet is really yeah. hard on um, season three. I've seen so much negative negativity around it, and to me, it's like it's when the show is like it's best because you know the characters so mm -hmm. well, and then they had this last season, and they kind of they they just did what they did the stories they wanted to tell and they gave the episodes room to breathe and they just didn't stick with the half hour format they just told the story they wanted to tell that's true there's and so many easter eggs yes yeah, so many easter eggs like yeah. you know the characters so well after two seasons and they just get to tell the stories they want to tell and it's like it's that kind of show that's funny a lot of comedy is mean right it's the show that's and it's easy it's easier to have mean comedy right you think like it's always sunny or seinfeld or whatever it's always like poking fun or, or kind of mean comedy. This is like 
wholesome comedy, which I think is like the hardest kind of comedy, right? And so it it makes you laugh, but it also leaves you feeling good, which is such a such a refreshing like feeling combination. And every week that Mina and I watched it, we were just like, I don't know, it just felt it was like a breath of fresh air watching the show every week. It was one of the next episode, yeah. and we would always turn. Around, and then it wasn't until I went online that saw people didn't like it, and it was very confusing to me, but. Just no um, one just, likes anything online. Yeah, no one likes just, no one likes anything, including what we're saying. Just, yeah, so <laughs> it's I, not I just, whatever. I want to just give it a little bit of uh, give it its flowers a little bit and talk about how much I I liked this season and thought it was actually the best one. And it's would be higher on my list if there wasn't so many damn good shows that came out in yeah yeah twenty twenty three. So yeah, that's my number four. Ted Lasso season three. Awesome. All right, Mina. What do we got? Number four. All right. Number four. I have like technically it's HBO. I don't know, actually. Anyway, we get it in Crave. Um, and it's Yellow Jackets season two. I actually watched season one and season two this past year. Um, and I just it's such a good show. It's so well done. The actors in it are amazing um and it's just like it's just different it's it's weird it's creative um i like the like you get the flashbacks of the younger girls on the island or i guess you don't even know if it really is an island out in the wilderness and then you get them when they come back to reality which is kind of or not reality when they come back and they're older, and the trauma that's left behind of what happened to them in the wilderness. Um, and it's just really cool to watch how the story unfolds because you can see like trauma happened for the way that they acted in like the current day, but you don't know what happened on like out in the wilderness yet. So it's kind of like pieces are unraveling as you're watching. Um, but it's it's weird. It's strange. I. I think I was telling Mike way. that I was watching the show and I really liked it and his parents overheard <laughs> and then his whole family started watching the show and I was like oh I hope they don't think I'm weird for like saying how much <laughs> I love the show but um, yeah it's it's definitely not a happy feel good show like Ted Lasso it's dark and disturbing and but it's really well done and both the the actors that play the young girls and when they play them grown up, they just do such a good job. Um, and the music's really cool too. So yeah, I want to give some props to Yellow Jackets. This is uh, this is one of the yeah this is one of those shows where I keep hovering over and just haven't started yet. It looks like it's right up my alley. So I'm happy to happy to hear that the second season is just as good as from what I remember people talking about for the first season. So that's that's awesome. Um, oh, back in my yeah. day, because it keeps flashing back to '96, like we do. Sure. <laughs> oh, that goes back to '96. Oh, nice, yeah. perfect, perfect. Even uh, more I so. I haven't seen season two, so unfortunately, it's not making my list. But uh, definitely looking forward to it. Nice. Uh, all right, Ian, what do you got, man? All right. Well, we're you know speaking of shows that no one likes on the internet. <laughs> we watched. We we like to follow here on Back in My Day on both Patreon and on the main feed, The Mandalorian. Season three. 
came out in 2023. No, uh, I love them. That was the 2023 show. I know, right? That's crazy, dude. I you know. know. <laughs> like, there's some other ones that even surprised me more than it was 2023. But yeah, yes. Um, so, so yeah, Mando, man. I, I, you know, maybe we've we've talked about it, how it's maybe not as strong as the first two seasons, uh, in our opinion. Um, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy the ride, and I think it's a quality show and i love my star wars and i love uh din Djarin and grogu and bo katan and their wacky adventures so yeah <laughs> so wacky sign, sign me up for, for more mando and it sounds like we might not get any more seasons so that might have been the final season and we might be getting a movie in right. mandalorian and grogu which is pretty exciting but uh for now we got the three seasons of mando and it went out with a bang yeah yeah we talked about we talked about this whole thing and uh and and i would say for the most part uh, we enjoyed it right like and obviously it's in your top five so there's Mm -hmm. that so um okay so my number four is i don't i don't know if i've if i've talked to any any of the three of you about this show or if i've heard too much about it like once it finished i I think it kind of fizzled away which is unfortunate because i think it's great um and for a long time this was actually my number one uh, so I really like this show. It's called Poker Face. I don't know if any of you guys watched the show, but it's awesome. It is so much fun and so interesting. In a way, it it tells like a different story every single episode, but it still has the same main character of Natasha Leone, and and I, it escapes me what her main the main character is. But you know, she's on the run, but she's also helping people along the way, and there's like maybe supernatural ish things or she just has like a really good vibe of a situation it's hard to explain but i i think i think the first few episodes like the first three episodes of the show specifically are some of the best episodes out of any show this entire year that i've seen i think in the end it it maybe goes a little bit too long towards the last couple episodes and stuff because it's kind of repeats some of the same beats but i just think that her acting's amazing it's funny. It's really well written. It's always something different. Like you're always in a new place, meeting new people every single episode. And I think that alone uh, makes it really interesting and worth watching and and sticking with because you know you're not going to get the same situation. She's not going to get herself out of or into the same situation with the same people every single week. It's it's a great show. Poker Face is awesome. I started it when it was like halfway. And then I like watched them all. We kind of like watched all the episodes in like a couple of days. And then we had to wait week to week. And I was like, no, it's taking so long. I don't want to wait six days. I want to, you know, um, it's great. Poker Face is awesome. That's my number four for 2023. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it's Ryan Johnson, which. Uh, and it's Ryan Johnson, which is one of the reasons why I hit play in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. call. Uh, Star Wars and um, the Knives Out movies. Yeah. Massive fans of those. So. It's fitting, and it's a good choice. Didn't make my list, but I really did enjoy it. It uh, is in my honorable mentions. So nice. All right, my number three has been mentioned again. That's Succession, final season. So every, for everything, every reason Dave said, I just had so much fun following this show every week and listening to the recap shows I listen to, and the acting in the show is is incredible, and the drama is just dialed up to eleven every episode. I don't know how they just how they did it and just kept it like ramped up uh episode after episode and you know, the drama the tension and, and the comedy too it, it was funny it was like a satire so funny and i just i loved everything about it It was one of the smartest shows i've ever seen right so um yeah, it was really good really really good 
final episode. I think other seasons have made my my top my top five. Mm-hmm. I've over the years. I wouldn't be surprised if so, every season made my top five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's sad it's gone, but um, what what we got was 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 so great. And uh, yeah, that's yeah. So that's my my number three succession. Nice, uh, Mina. Top three. Let's uh, let's head to yours. My number three is a new one. Um, it is a spinoff of a show that typically makes, I think, both Mike and my top fives, and that's Gen V. Um, uh, so this is the spinoff of um, The Boys on Amazon. Um, and it just honestly, it's just it's so good to watch. It's such an awesome premise of like if people actually had these abilities in real life, like it wouldn't be all rainbows and butterflies. Like they would just be messing people up. Um, And then they took that and they combined it with like the X-Men premise of putting all the gifted kids in one school and you get Gen V. It's essentially what the show is. And it was really well done. The new characters that they brought in are exciting. There's some, new powers, some old powers we've seen before, um, and some parallels. It's it's this season will jump right into the next season of the boys. So pretty mm-hmm. excited for that this year. Um but yeah, Good I really choice. enjoyed it. I'm glad that you mentioned it, Mina, because it wasn't on my top five. Um uh, oh really you were talking pretty highly about it. I do love the show. Yeah. Yeah, like you're right. It's like the boys is like they're you know, it's like a post post modern superhero, right? It's like right. we've had all the superhero stories, and this is like the gritty, you know, version of like, oh yeah, it's you know, you had your PG superheroes, and yeah, they, in your movies they all save the world, but really, this is what it would be like, and you know, it's like post modern like that, and it's like, and then yeah, they, it's their version of X Men, as Mina said, which is just mm-hmm. such a smart idea to do as the spinoff. And it fits perfectly into the world of the boys, which is a show I love. It hasn't made my top fives before, so great, great choice. Check it out, everyone, if you've, if you've not been watching. It's the best superhero shared universe outside of the Marvel shared universe. Is the boys universe? Uh, now that big it has blind spot shows, for me. Me too. Still, I'm still on yeah. season one. So uh, I'm still on episode uh, two of the entire series. Oh my! <laughs> I, I was. You guys are killing uh, yeah. I was slow to it, but I am enjoying it. Uh, you know, now being almost done season one, but I don't know why I'm so slow at actually like watching episode to episode. You have so much good content. Though. I'm so jealous that you get to you know, watch it all. Like, <laughs> just binge it. You won't regret it. It's gonna be. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Especially and we gotta. We we always say there's always at least one show or movie that we say we have to like watch for the next year, which yeah. inevitably I usually fail at um at doing the boys should be that one for this year man it really yeah i mean we we tried with the witcher but i i only made it maybe like two seasons in i haven't finished even me me and i yeah even we give up on i I tried with the witcher and i couldn't finish the first season i just i i really enjoyed the first season i i like him i like i like him and his character and how he portrays the character i just do not care about the rest of the story or characters that you really it didn't work for me it does have like that lord of the rings kind of thing like you really have to like sit down and like invest time to like understand the characters and the world and all that to like really get out of the show and like 
the first two seasons were awesome but it's like for some reason the third season just knowing that like what happened behind the scenes with everything right. and that he was leaving it kind of just like we watched the first episode and it didn't wow us we were kind of just like eh, there's like other stuff to watch but mm-hmm. there's um, always something else to watch regardless yeah of it you know being better or worse but there's always something so um fair enough um ian uh you're next right number three <laughs> yeah three? i was teasing before we hit record that i'm like trying to finish a, a season or something to see if it'll wind up on my list um suffice to say i did finish but it did not wind up on my list <laughs> oh shit okay. um, it, it was uh just so you guys know i mean we, maybe we'll discuss our other uh you know six to tens at another time but it was twisted metal <laughs> oh okay. and uh okay. yeah no it, it didn't end up on my, on my list but it was i thought still an enjoyable adaptation of a video game mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. my top three was so hard to nail down because i love all three of these almost equally um so i just kind of like uh you know i'm about to drop a bomb on you guys my number three is the last of us probably the best adaptation of a video game i've ever seen um but the thing is i was thinking about that like the difference between twisted metal and the last of us and the thing is the source material that they have to work with like they're going off and i think you've said this in the past dave on other episodes where we covered the last of us a very cinematic game like a game mm-hmm where it translates well to story yeah, first yeah translates well to the small or big screen and so therefore you know you can make like an hbo drama of the last of us you can't mm-hmm. really try and do that with something like twisted metal you're gonna get if you're trying to you know appeal to the the video game style of a twisted metal like a mario kart style shoot them up um no you're not gonna get a an hbo quality show you're gonna get like a more of a goofy show right uh but the last of us was incredible i you know it's it, it's very high up on the list at this point we came up with a top 10 it's number three uh my other two are bangers as well um i have a feeling we're gonna be talking about the last of us but what an incredible sort of yeah video game and uh, show amazing it is a fantastic show. That is very true. Uh, my uh, my number three is uh, something that hasn't been mentioned yet um, and might be a bit of a surprise. Um, I I think, it again, one of those shows I think was talked about when it was on or at least when it was being released, but I'm not sure if it's been too much part of the end of year conversation. Um, that is uh, this is the this is the Netflix show that's going to show up for me. It is called Beef. I don't know if you guys watch. Oh, uh, yeah. But man, this show was, I loved this show. It is so fucked up in so many ways, but I love that. I'm on episode eight. I didn't think I could finish it before we recorded. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Wait till you get to that last episode. It goes places. That's for sure. Um, I love I I love this. I at the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, I kind of get what they're what they're going for here. And then it really, you know, spirals out of control for a, a bunch of characters. Um, and I just thought it was great. I think this is one of the best shows that Netflix has ever done. And I hope it just stops here. Make a season, do a great job, and move on. And hopefully, it's hard to say that it's going to keep living on, so to speak, because it's Netflix and shows go to die sometimes on Netflix. So I hope that doesn't happen. But um, I think this is one of those shows that can can and should survive off one season and just be awesome because I think it's one of those shows that deserves to be that way. 
and uh, yeah, it, right? yeah, I don't want to ruin it, and I don't think it needs more. I think what it told and what you experience with these crazy people is is so it's it's real in one way, but it's also very exaggerated in others, and I think they tow that line really, really well. And for some characters that you feel like you don't give a crap about for a while, eventually you kind of start caring about them or you kind of understand what they're going through. And it's, it's, it's a tough low uh, line to toe. And I think they did a great job with it. So beef is my number three and it's kind of stuck with me since I think the spring when it first came out. Um, it's, mm. it's awesome. So that's early in the year. Yeah, It I'm was pretty early in the it. year. Yeah. Definitely feels like for it came sure. out like two years ago for some reason. Cause I don't know what well, it is, but this year anything that came out in the first eight months feels like it happened two years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. So beef is, is my number three. Mike's going to drop another deuce. My deuce. <laughs> the old zombie deuce for you guys. That... Oh, <laughs> oh, zombie oh, deuce. Uh... Wait, zombies? <laughs> this is not a zombie show. Oh, God, <laughs> right. This is a people about... show. I don't remember. That was my funniest criticism online. People would be like, it's not zombies. Yes. It's basically <laughs> it is zombies. With, like, what is a zombie? <laughs> like... Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Ian mentioned it. We actually recapped the show yeah we did an episode recapping the last of us so we all love it like ian said the best uh video game adaptation leave it to hbo to do the best adaptation of a video game and um so it was great if you want to hear stuff a little more you can see good our episodes um something came in last minute and just squeaked it out of the number one spot for me Ooh. it was number one like Ooh. all year like since, since we watched it. Um, so thank you uh... for that this is uh, this is also my number two. I'm just going to mention it just because it's also a number two for me. Hello, I am Bella. Hi, I'm Pedro. And we are from... Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> what item from the Game of Thrones world would you bring to The Last of Us? I really loved my robe. I knew you were going to say it. This is why I said clothing. I'm telling you. I knew you were going to say your robe. I just, well, because... If, Looked fucking awesome. Right. I think that would be good in the apocalypse. Swish my swish my way through it. Exactly. Just track it. Flash. What about you? I liked my armor from season eight. Yeah. It'd be heavy. I could be swishing around. Protecting me basically. And uh it's it's excellent. It's awesome. We we again we talked about it fully. It's just really really good. It is such a great job with it. And also, what's what's interesting now as we sit here and rec- and record this this week, um, there's news about about casting and stuff for season two. And in my opinion, so far, who they've chosen on on some of the additional characters that come in based on the second game that are going to be in season two, they are spot on. And and that is great. There's also what's the name of the actress who's playing Abby or is just announced? Oh, oh my god, why did her name just escape me? Give me a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but also the uh the the younger brother in beef, speaking of beef, the younger brother, he's been cast in the show as well as one of the new characters. Um, the younger brother who looks like the bigger brother because he's like huge and jacked and stuff. That guy Caitlin Dever. Caitlin Dever, which uh, I will be discussing her when it comes to our movie show. So just uh, movie episodes. So just, yeah, she's she's excellent. She's, she's in uh, um, definitely a lot of really great movies, uh, including Booksmart, 
which is just one of the best comedies of the last several years, in my opinion. Anyways, really good, really good choice. Really good actors. Uh, obviously, Last of Us in general is is an awesome show. So, um, yeah, there we go. It's already th- three of us have already have already mentioned it and very high as well. So, um, yeah, also my number two, Mike, we are simpatico, as they say. You know, what's your number two? My number two has not been mentioned yet. Nice. Um, and this was a big one for me because I actually had never seen this series before. And this was my maternity leave um, oh, adventure. <laughs> but I ended up watching the entire Justified series leading up oh. to wanting to watch the new um justified which i don't think it's technically an extension of the previous season so it's it is a season season one the next season but it's not like continuation of the story i guess only only the main character like wouldn't it be similar to what dexter did like the new yeah it's in the same continuity right like it still has a daughter and everything like it's yeah but it's like it's not it's not justified season seven it's justified city um semantics (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, yeah. ahsoka is not season one it's season five of rebels <laughs> yeah, right yeah, yeah right. um but yeah so uh justified city primeval made my number two um i'm just a huge raylan gibbons uh stan account now um, <laughs> i've always loved timothy Olfant, which is funny because i've never watched justified um so it's it's always been something that I wanted to um, watch. And I think maybe too, this gets a bit of a boost for me because I did watch all six seasons. And like, to be frank, uh, I mean, there were some, like they weren't as good, but like the, the overall show was just amazing. Like to go back and watch it, it still holds up. Um, the, the, prem- the premise of the show is really cool. And, um yeah i think the like the main character of Raylan Givens like it's just such a solid character for tv and they really bring him back in in this new series one-off spin-off i don't know what you would call it but mm-hmm. anyway i loved it i really enjoyed it um boyd holbrook played such a good um bad guy like he's just there's just something like he just gives you like goosebumps and makes all the hair on your body like stand up on its end. Like he's just so creepy and menacing and um, it really was, um, it was a good watch for me. So really enjoyed it. And I, I uh, maybe because I just watched so much justified this year, but I gave it the number two spot on my list. Hey, when it, when you're good, you're good. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited now because I'm a huge Justified fan as well, and I haven't made it around to watching this season yet. Um, but like, happy to see it come back. Love Timothy Oliphant in that role, and in fact, like he plays Cobb Vant in Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, he's so good in that. It's, it's the perfect role great. for him for Timothy Oliphant because he basically between his role in Deadwood 
and Raylan Givens on Justified. Like he's just the perfect like Western lawman gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Like just and that you know that fits his covenant obviously. And uh, and Mando, and we might see him come back in some capacity. He still is out there, so it'd be yeah. exciting. But yeah, I want I want to watch Justified as well. My number two, we recently covered on this podcast. Um, you know, it's gonna be no surprise to to you guys. I like to stay in my lane, but this show <laughs> really impressed me after this, its two season run, and that's Loki. Uh, Tom Hiddleston reprising the role as a variant Loki from the Avengers movies. It's just like you know, we've talked about it on ver- many episodes on this podcast, and mm-hmm. I just can't express enough how much that this show had an impact on me as like a comic book fan but also as an mcu fan and just like being like a solid sci-fi series across two seasons in the mcu it's just it's my favorite show in the mcu so no uh no you know no surprise here that it lands at number two nice i i thought you were gonna say something else but it's all good i'll I'll take i'll take i'll take a loki yeah why not Um, I already said my number two. Mine's uh, mine's Last of Us. So we'll go back to Mike and uh, ooh, Mike. You're... I I don't oh, know what on. this is. I, I feel like I'm going to know once you say, it, be like, oh, of course. But I'm right, so curious because we've watched so many things yes. in the last little while. And together to too, up. right? Yeah. So it is yeah. based on a comic book. Okay. Okay. But it's not Loki. It's not Marvel. Okay. It's actually a Netflix show and it's called Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. Number one. Wow. That's a big problem. My favorite show of the year. Holy. Let's show some love to Canada, to Toronto, to Ontario. (laughs) That's where this show takes place. Um, Show some love to Castelloma. Castelloma, everything. (laughs) Yeah. So this is the. You ever people might be familiar with the movie more than they are the comic book, but the source material is a Canadian series comic of graphic novels. Yeah, yeah. graphic novels, yeah. and um, I love the movie. And yeah. when they said it during an animated show, I was like, "What is this? Just like a re? Why would they do an animated retelling? What's the, what's the point? No right? The movie They're already not took the same the comic. voice actors. Though, well, the right? movie, the movie, everyone is. Yeah, the movie is a faithful adaptation of the comic, right? So yeah. it's like, why do they need to make it animated? show they did the movie but what they did i'm not going to spoil it mm-hmm. but what they did will surprise you and shock mm-hmm. you and it will pay off if you've seen the movie yes and it's updated yes. for 2024 and yes. it's actually done so well and you can tell they love video games because the video game inspirations are just seeping through every, every they're everywhere everywhere yeah, everywhere <laughs> so it's also the best video game show ever made and the best comic <laughs> book show ever made of the year any anyway so yes um like it's and it's an, an anime style which you know i like from other other uh shows on my list like uh, my adventure of superman number five so yeah if you were skeptical about watching the scott pilgrim cartoon anime um this is your uh, sign to go watch it, and this I'm dub like I think I want to dub 2023 as the year of the animated comic book uh, TV show, the animated uh, superhero adaptation because the there's my adventure Superman is number five, uh, Scott Pilgrim takes off was number one, and if Invincible season two had actually come out last year, it also would have been in my top five, but only 
only the first four episodes came out and then the other half of the season came out 2024. Right, right. But man, that is also a really excellent animated comic book TV show. So, you know, the mo- people may be lots of hot on the movies, but we have our comic book, uh, we have our comic book uh, fix adaptations uh, any other places. And uh, I think 2023, the animated shows, animated comic adaptations really, uh, really, uh, like just blew me away so that's my number one damn did not see that coming you said you really liked it but i didn't realize you liked it that much it's great though i i don't i do I not stop watching it it was just was like my awesome. number one last year with players it was the show oh, yeah, that, right it, that it was, was honestly number one. number one because i started with the first episode then i just couldn't stop watching it. i was watching it every like second i can get and, yeah um, i gotta watch players again man that show oh was my great. god my favorite show <laughs> i gotta watch year. it again it's so oh, funny i actually should do i'm actually I'm going up a lot and it's so good it's, it's been it's been 13 months it's been too long i gotta watch it yeah, again no, <laughs> months, mina's like jesus christ no. <laughs> <laughs> no please without me you didn't watch it with me did you no, she she I thought you were watching a documentary. <laughs> I, I didn't understand it. I, oh, I yes. thought it was Why? real. Why are you watching people play video games? Like the show. <laughs> so now, funny. I maybe I'll, maybe now that I know it's an actual show, but I literally I remember I was so tired watching the first episode of Players and just being like, This is the dumbest documentary ever. Like, why do these guys <laughs> think they're so cool? <laughs> Yeah, we we think they're they're our heroes essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know what? In your defense, I could totally see that being the thought process. But now that I know, it's like it's a satire, it's, and like it's, making it's fun not. Of people, Kat, yeah, it's. it's, it's they're, they're I feel maybe I would get it. I would rewatch it with Mike right, and let's do it. And, it's happening. But... <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Yay. You know what? With the four the four of us could watch it. We can all we can all watch it. Let's just do like a watch party type of thing. Whatever, however that works on Disney or whatever it's on. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, if um, I have to rewatch Mike's number one, then he has to rewatch my number one with me. Oh there we go. All right. Mina, what is your number one then? My number one is it's not a comic book show it's not a star wars show it's an original on apple called shrinking oh what a great show great such a good show like this show had mike and i in stitches like it was just so funny but it's heartfelt it's it was like um dark harrison ford's character was just (laughs) like unbelievably funny i think Um, harrison ford's comedy chops have improved at his age now than they were when he was han solo he's playing himself in this show like he doesn't give a shit he's playing himself senile old man (laughs) that doesn't give a shit like so grumpy and but like you just like he he just does it so well of like Mm -hmm. trying to make it seem like he doesn't give a shit about any any of these people but like really deep down like he like he loves them and he gives like it's just the subtleties of the show it was just so well done um and i thought ian sees uh harrison ford when it comes to star wars (laughs) (laughs) he secretly loves being han solo right 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can say whatever he wants in public, but really, but really. <laughs> There's a heart of gold in that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we're waiting for him to come back as Han Solo. Yeah, yeah you know he wants to. to. He's, <laughs> just, he's just trying to fool us. Yeah, you know he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he can't let us see that he's, he's a little soft teddy bear inside. But um, yeah, I just, uh, for the amount that I enjoyed that show, like, it came out weekly. We watched it coming out weekly, and that was the first show in a really... I've actually been enjoying watching shows weekly lately, um, but I remember telling Mike that was the one show that I wish I could have binged. Like, I was just week to week. Every episode was just amazing, and I it just left me wanting more. Um, so I, I wanted to give it top prize on my list this year. It's a it's a whole lot of fun. It has it has heart to it too and stuff. Yeah. And I watched about half the series in in sort of like quote unquote binge because I didn't watch it from the beginning. Um, when uh, when my wife hit play on it initially, and I was like, I'm overhearing it in the house, or I'm walking by and I'm watching like a scene. I'm like, I'm gonna like this show. Why am I not sitting down and watching this? And I thought it was we, great. It's it's yeah. such a good show. It's so good. We so loved good. the um. The neighbor, I forget what his name oh, is now. Yeah, Jerry or some, something. The neighbor's husband. He was yes. the everything oh that came gosh. out of his yeah, mouth yeah, was right, just right. pure gold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you, you the guy who basically was wasn't he on Married with Children? Was he? Was he? I don't know. I haven't seen that show in so long. I can't even picture exactly. I, he honestly, he looked like I recognize the actor from something. Yeah, but yeah. he. Just the character he played in that, and I love the one episode where they're doing the, um, the what is it called now? The corn, the beanbag toss game. To, oh my god! To yeah, the best man. Oh, oh my god! The neighbor, right? I'm married with children, right? I think you nailed it. I... Are you are you talking about Derek, like the husband of? The... Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's um. Sorry, what's his name? It's uh, Ted McGinley. Ted. He was uh, the, he was the neighbor and uh, yeah, the children, the, and he, he was always friend. trying yeah. to do guy stuff with Al. You know. Yeah. What I mean? like, <laughs> oh yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, it is him. He looks so different. Oh my god. Yeah. Good pull. Oh man, he's uh, he's really like honed in on the whole neighbor situation. Poor guy's typecast. He's probably like in his sixties. <laughs> But I, I loved his characterization. Like you guys were saying, like he's kind of jokes the way he was just like mm-hmm. living the life he, he wanted to live. Like it didn't really matter what else was going on. You know, yeah. he would just kind of step into situations. It was really yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, Shrinking is a good call. It's a nice number one pick. And if you got your, I don't know, back in my day, Ian Walter bingo card out, and you've been following along this far. I got, I got my dabber. I got my dabber. Oh, I got Ready my right bingo because you've already hit on Mando. You've hit on Loki. So my number one is gonna stay in the galaxy far, far away. Or is it another galaxy on? Korea? Oh my God! This Ahsoka. is Ahsoka. Your... <laughs> <laughs> Man, Dave, are you actually surprised? I, I'm surprised that Loki is not ahead of it. That's what I'm surprised about. Like you because. But, but that's but that's my personal thing because I didn't really like Ahsoka, so sure. or at least I didn't like the the parts of it. It, it was yeah. Anyways, my anyways, top three was Ahsoka, about it. Loki, and The Last of Us. So they're all like in my yeah. mind top tier shows. And it's just a matter of personal preference of where. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure, so, uh, but Ahsoka just uh, you know we have episodes covering this stuff. We love our Star Wars and Marvel here uh, back in my day. So 
Ahsoka was no different for me. It was depending on what it is, depending on what it is and who you're talking yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we love you, but we, Ian's we the only all... one that put any of them on his top five. So. <laughs> well, we all Dave's gonna surprise us. We all praised highly uh, Andor, right? So we all have sort yeah, of common, of course, of course, Star Wars. No, I do love and, and for me, Ahsoka just it did it almost did what I never thought they would be able to do in live action. Just took an amazing character from animation. Rosario Dawson nailed it. We got a great episode of television in her debut, you know, Mandalorian season two, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Jedi, but to make a whole show out of it, to take us to place of the star Wars universe that we've never been before. Uh, it was just, yeah, it was just next level for me. So I really liked Ahsoka it was uh, Dave Filoni's baby. And he's going to go on to direct a star Wars film one day. Hope, hopefully so he's kind of running things now at star wars uh lucasfilm so yeah it's it's really uh it's exciting to be a star wars fan really on yeah. brand yeah man i, appreciate you I don't us think any brand. of our listeners are that surprised no. <laughs> um so i'm i'm excited that my number one uh has not been mentioned at all and i don't know if it's going to be on anyone else's list i'm not sure if you guys are watching this again always incomplete lists it's not like we can watch everything but this show hasn't even finished yet, and I know it's my number one. Um, I've had a lot of shows in the past that uh, I watch it in, you know, May or something, and I go, well, there's no chance that anything's going to beat this. Like, it's my number one, no matter what. That's happened for a couple of years in the last several years since we started doing this on the podcast. But for me, this is a show that has had most episodes everybody's seasons but episodes be incredible and this is the most recent one it is fargo Mm. the recent fargo season is amazing i literally like three hours ago we just watched the penultimate episode of this season there's one left and unless they really screw up it's a risky choice because there's a few episodes left but if there's only one there's one left redacted yeah Yeah, redact (laughs) you know what i'll go i'll go back and i'll and i'll say like i made a mistake that's totally fine i made a mistake we're also totally fine but i i just think i just think that it's it's one of the best seasons that they've done i think the first two seasons are incredible in this show this fits this this ranks right up there with those first two seasons um it's intense it's fucked up it's funny as shit it's dark. It has so many. There's there's extra questions that are probably not going to be answered in this last episode that I I I'm fine with. And usually I don't like that. Um, I think there's going to be open ended an open ended ending in one part of this show, and then also lots of answers uh, in this last episode as well. And I I don't honestly unless it's a really bad episode, which I don't see happening. I I just love this show. I love this this season. Nice. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a, uh, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say it's a series I've been meaning to come back to because uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's like I the first season was so good, but I haven't like really stuck with it because it's mm-hmm. like anthology, right? Yep, it's anthology. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's some like overlapping hints to like other characters from other seasons. Um, in this one, uh, very very small. They they don't even have speaking roles. Like sometimes it's just literally like you'll see something in the background and you're like, oh, I feel like that's familiar. That's it. Otherwise, it's completely anthology. Um, anyways, yeah, Mina, you oh, were gonna sorry, say, Mina, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I'm right there with you. I really struggled, um, because I feel like if it if we were finished, this mm-hmm. probably would be 
Yeah, I'm saving it for next year. I'm actually qualifying it for for next year because I we are You can, yeah. Because... I reserve that right for Reacher. I want to see yeah. how that dance. Because uh, Reacher, baby. We're we're even one more episode behind. We still have the two left, and it's kind of yeah. like with these types of shows with so much build up to the end. It's like the end could like could possibly be a letdown. So it's like mm-hmm. I didn't want to put it on the list, and then it's like it does end up being a letdown, but I mean, none of the Fargo seasons have been bad. So most likely it's going to be amazing, but um, yeah, I, I toyed um, with this one really heavily. I put it on my list, even though it wasn't finished. I'm I'm, I'm saying this is going to be my start. Next year. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have, we're going to have to add it in. If (laughs) we're going to have to correct you, if it's not there. So it's, so, all great lists, everyone. It's going to be hard to nail down what our collective show is because there's no show that appeared on on all four. All four. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to look at our six to tens at some point and figure that one out. Yeah, well, I'll it, give uh, it. I'll give it to you guys. It probably will be the Last of Us. Spoiler yeah. alert: It is in my six to ten. Okay. Yeah, I, I think all threes, right? Was that's fair. I think that's fair. Two, two top, two twos, and a three, and like a you know somewhere in the top ten yeah. is yeah. is pretty is pretty solid. I I don't know that anything else is going to be able to have that kind of you know chunk of ranking sort of thing. So we we went in on the last of us. We covered it pretty hard. Yeah. So All right. Yeah. So Pedro, Pedro, the uh, Pedro wins again. The Golden Glows snubbed you, but we got your back. You got the, you got the back <laughs> of my day. But the but the Golden Globes did not snub ron swanson That's nick offerman got the golden amazing amazing episode that we well, absolutely raved about and the, the best episode of the season in my opinion yeah. so it's like yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's that's but, amazing um all right so well uh, unless there's some correcting to be done but i think confidently enough we'll say that the last of us is probably our show of the year collectively um we'll see where the rest of our lists go whether they're going to be uh here on the main feed on patreon whether you're going to find us on social media we will have the rest of those picks uh listed for you um but uh mike where can everybody uh find all that so follow us on social media at day back in is our handle on all social media platforms the podcast is called back in my day and we have patreon.com patreon.com slash back in my day where we post bonus content like our uh best of the years uh six to ten and of tv shows and movies and maybe we'll be even covering a little bit of video games over there mm-hmm. uh, not enough to let me show but yeah so that's patreon.com back my day and again at day back in is our handle Amazing. Um, a good kickoff to 2024 by looking back at 2023. It's what we do. We look back. Um, and if uh, you haven't listened yet, we had our uh, our video game award show, the 1998 Backies, where we awarded the best video game awards to games from 25 years ago, because that's how we roll on back in my day. So check that out on your podcast feed as well. And uh, upcoming on your feed next, you will hear us talk about our favorite movies from 2023. So stay tuned for that until next time, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.